Hello and welcome to the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Casey. And I'm Ashley. Last week we discussed girl power episodes, which were shows that have strong female protagonists. We also sent out our weekly Twitter poll in which we asked which of the three shows we discussed you would like to see get a full episode on our show. You guys voted for My Life is a Teenage Robot with just over half the vote. Thornberries and Ginger were just about tied for second place. So in the coming weeks, we will have a fresh My Life is a Teenage Robot themed episode for you guys. Yeah, and we'll definitely be taking looks into the other shows too. So if you voted for one of the others, don't worry, they'll come around. Just My Life is a Teenage Robot will be first. This week, we have a special slumber party themed episode. The reason for that is that we are actually physically in the same room for the first time ever on our show. So it should be pretty exciting. We're talking about episodes from Spongebob, As Told by Ginger, and Cat Scratch. It's going to be a good one. It's, uh, we're pushing past 1 a.m. right now, so uh, <laughs> you're getting the, the... That's all good sleepovers do, you know? <laughs> exactly. You're getting... This is straight from brain to mouth, so hope you guys <laughs> enjoy this uh, unique side of the show. Thanks, as always, for listening. And now let's, let's get, get started. Our first episode is from Cat Scratch, entitled Slumber Party, and it's from Season 1, Episode 5. In this episode, Mr. Blick, Waffle, and Gordon are frantic over a shortage of root beer, their favorite treat. After human Kimberly stockpiles the beverage in anticipation of her very first girls-only slumber party, which the cats decide to crash. Yeah, so this one, I mean, we start out and, and Mr. Blick wants... A bottle of root beer, and he's informed that it is the last one that they have. And they have this vault that is specifically designated for root beer. So much root beer, which means they drank it all, which means their blood blood sugar content must be absurdly high. Right. Especially for cats. I mean, it's hard to know what time period they've they've been drinking this root beer, but they've been, they've been drinking it for whatever. They, they're basically addicted to root beer. They go to the grocery store, and human Kimberly, as... Gordon likes to call her, mm-hmm. has purchased... She's She, like, has way more root beer than anybody would ever need for a slumber party. She has, like, seven to ten boxes of the stuff just, yeah. like, piled up. I don't even know where a kid gets that much money. Also, like, we never even see her parents. I don't even know if they exist, but she just has... So much money, so much root beer. So much root beer. And so, as as these, these cats just decide that they're going to crash it, Actually, real quick, a moment that I think is worth talking about. Uh, as as Mr. Blick is drinking this final root beer, he, like, um, Gordon takes it. Takes a sip. Takes a sip. And Mr. Blick says, you, you backwashed. And then Waffle takes the bottle. He gets really excited about it for some screwed <laughs> yeah. up reason. And he downs it, the whole thing. And he goes, yep, backwash. He backwashed. I think they... <laughs> The way that only Waffle could do it be okay, really. Like, somehow it's it's exciting for him to confirm it, but but you know, yeah, yeah, no. So so Kimberly makes human Kimberly. Sorry, makes this big fuss about 
how her sleepover has to be girls only. And Gordon says, it's not like we could just you know, dress up dress up as girls and sneak in. And Mr. Flick goes, or we could dress up like girls and sneak into the party. And that's the exact plan that they decide to do. They come up with stupid names for themselves. It's not really important. Yeah. And they, they go in and and the, the three girls, there's a total of four girls, including human Kimberly. There's Kimberly, two girls named Caitlin, and this... This abnormally sized human named Charlotte. She's like five times the size of the other three girls. And, she's and not... it's, they never discuss it, which I guess is the way you would go about that. You wouldn't want to call attention yeah, to it. But it's, it's not girl. just because she's like taller. She's just, her head even is just yeah. monstrously she's, sized. She's perfectly proportioned. Yeah, it's not like she's fat. She's just. She's just. One of those girls blown, just. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to look into this later. If if this girl is like a plot within this show that exists, or I if don't she's remember. if she's just in this one episode, and and I was wondering, like, like what what made the writers think, hey, you know what, let's have a normal sleepover. We just have these. But what if one of the girls is huge? Yeah. And two of them have the same name, which also confused me. They're both named Caitlin. It's, it's not a plot point either. Like yeah. like none of this is. It's just. There's just this girl that's abnormally gigantic. Anyways, they come in, and the girls are all playing with their unicorns. They're having this adorable sleepover. Having this good old time. And pretty much all that the the cat crew, cat scratch guys, need to do to convince them is just, like, compliment their unicorns and their hair ties. And they're already sold. It takes, like, five seconds, and the human Kimberly's friends are just, like... They're just all, with. they're like, oh, I love your friends. Yeah, they're just immediately on board. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, since they're girls, it's all okay, because it's an all-girls sleepover. Otherwise, they would they would not be having it. But, but then they're playing truth or dare. And actually, I feel like this doesn't even actually, it doesn't, nothing, nothing happens. But, or, here, help me out. They're starting, like, Kimberly's daring a couple of them to, Drink a whole bottle yeah. of root beer. She makes it seem really like that she's only going to dare everyone to drink a ton of root beer. Because she certainly has enough yeah. for as many dares as she wants to give out. And Mr. Blick is getting more and more excited. He can barely contain it physically. And then she gets to him and she goes, I dare you to run around in just your underwear. And he's obviously very disappointed. But but does he even have to... Do they... Do they... Do anything with it? No, they move on pretty quickly because Waffle keeps like distracting them. Yeah, as, things. as Waffle likes to do. They they go and they do some makeovers. They do all the like cliche. Yeah, uh, honestly. Stuff, until. Mister Blick is the only one I think that is truly dedicated to getting this root beer. The other two are getting distracted at every they turn. They really there, are. There's some music playing, playing this beautiful. Stinky, stinky, stupid, stinky, stinky boys song. <laughs> it's Actually, amazing. <laughs> That's the real lyric, yo. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, boys are stinky and awful, and it's unfortunate the sleepover has, has a stinky, stinky boy here. I but know, uh... <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm ruining it just like the cat scratch cats do. <laughs> but, but it's just... They're just all over the place, and... The, the giant girl is just downing the root beer. Mr. Blick's yeah. majorly concerned. Like I said, the, the other two don't, just don't really seem to care as much about the root beer, I guess. But 
he decides that the best course of action would be taking the cake, which also, like, that cake is, like, a layer cake. It's, like, a wedding cake, and I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah, what was going on there? I guess because she's so rich. I, I mean, I guess she's rich, right? Because she just has this... She lives in the house, right? Or is she Yeah, like... but the, the, her whole thing is weird. She, yeah. She's a little bit confusing because, again, we, we don't see her parents at all. I, I don't even right. know. I, I don't know if this is... I guess we're in a world with talking cats, right. so I don't and know why only, this is my concern. We only really see her interact like through the eyes of the cats, too. So we don't really know what she's like as like a human. as like yeah. a person separate from them. Anyways... They they take this giant cake and throws it in the face of the giant girl, and then they decide right like Casey said the cliches the 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 makeovers, mm-hmm. and they end up cutting their hair all horribly. Oh my god! Yeah, Mister Blick gets on top of Charlotte's head, and she's huge, so he's like a tiny speck up there, and he's using one of those like manual lawnmowers where you have to go like over it multiple times to yeah. cut her hair. Just a just so again, in case you haven't seen the episode, just to give you an idea, she's she's huge. I couldn't get over this. Like yeah. the entire episode, I was just like, I was like, why is this happening? Like, why did why did this? It's not it's not mentioned. It's not. Yeah. There's like this one moment where they like recognize that she's like towering, but nobody says a word about it. And the entire time, I was just so distracted. It's hard not to only think about it, but I kind of like how they just treat it as normal yeah, and they don't call attention to it. I said, we're, we're in the land of talking cats, so right. maybe this shouldn't be the most yeah. bothersome thing, but I don't know. It's just weird. Or maybe the other girls are tiny, you know? Yeah, that could be... Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so they all have this horrible hair at the end, but they decide, the girls decide to own it and that they started a fashion trend. Yeah, and, and they also Kimber- shave the cats completely bare right. as payback, more or less. And they leave the sleepover, and Kimberly tells them that uh, they start a new trend, and she reveals that she has kept her hair, but she's got that sort of balding middle-aged man like back of her which head which is still clearly on. something that trend starters like them oh can, yeah can make a thing oh yeah but it's it's a little jarring i will say yeah she she literally looks like a man to me yeah. she's like if like an old man yeah too. she's supposed to be a pretty young girl i imagine Very she's still young. playing with unicorns right so right weird weird things but she does give them all a bottle of root beer and it's all about the root beer. And everything is great. It's a great sleepover. No, I want root beer at this sleepover. You know, if it weren't for the time... <laughs> just, just give you guys an idea to what chaos is happening. It's two in the morning right now. and We so just finished watching these Nicktoons. There's, and... there's no manner in which I will be purchasing root beer for Casey. Oh. But... <laughs> so then, what do I have to do... Dress like a girl and go to a sleepover. I'll well, not my whenever. sleepover because I didn't buy all the root beer. Ask, call up Kimberly. Kimberly's <laughs> got the root beer, man. She's got the hookup. She's like, she's like my root beer person. You know, that's where I usually go when I'm like craving it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to remember that for next time because I am tragically root beerless at the sleepover. <laughs> Anyways, I I found this episode to be enjoyable. It was though. cute. It was, it was cute. cute. There wasn't like a lot to it. And it, it was. You know, the the giant girl thing really got to me, but but it was 
Yeah, we were especially hung up on that this time. I, I couldn't help it. I don't know. I, I apologize. I apologize for my obsession with this oversized human being. I'm just as curious, too. Okay, real real <laughs> quick tidbit, guys. We, we decided to look more into this this Charlotte. We're, we're hung up. We are really hung we up on her. We had to know what her deal is. Yeah, looking at the, the Nickelodeon Wikipedia, it says... Charlotte is Kimberly's nine-year-old friend who is literally a giant. She has blonde hair and wears a pink dress. She, she was, was only shown, shown in slumber, slumber party. party. <laughs> I love it because yeah. it's it's such an it's, it looks like such an established thing. Oh yeah, and she she, did, never, she says never, says says never says a word. I didn't even notice. So weird. <laughs> hung up about her size to care about her character but, <laughs> oh, we're awful but we it, just had to fill in that detail just so you guys know i know it's getting to you too anyways i guess i think that sums up yeah everything we've got to say about it fun times fun episodes good, good stuff, stuff. <laughs> next next up we'll have spongebob continuing with our sleepover theme Our second episode is from Spongebob. It's also called Slumber Party, and it's from Season 6, Episode 10A. And in this one, we're seeing Pearl for the first time discussed on this podcast. And she is very excited about having a big slumber party. And Mr. Krabs, as as is his character, is being the cheapest person in the world about it. And there ends up being some some sort of shenanigans with Spongebob trying to get in and making sure that she doesn't just destroy the house, which Mr. Krabs is convinced will happen. Yeah, this is... This was an interesting one, because it's in this kind of in-between period of Spongebob, where it's a little... A couple years after the movie, so it's 2008 now. Um, still got some hints of that classic old Spongebob feel, but there's definitely a, a tone change that's worth looking into a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and, and... I mean, part of this is that we grew up with the original Spongebob, so I don't, I don't want to offend anybody by saying that, you know, there's this tone shift that I'm not necessarily too keen on. It, You know, it's it's just something different, and I feel like for me it's not necessarily... Just that, you know, the show is different that bothers me, but it's just not, it's not exactly the show that I loved as much as a kid, you know? It's not quite as sharp, I've found. Yeah. Um, but there's some good stuff. Uh, Mr. Krabs, right away, uh, Pearl walks up to him and tells him to stop, like, moping around in his, in his not-so-tidy white, or not-not-so-whitey-tidies. Not, so his, his tidy, hold on. Tidy, not so whitey, tidy, not so whitey, not, so not any something. The point is they're stained and gross. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's actually kind of disturbing. He's just sitting there in his yeah. underwear and it's stained. And, and he says, a man works hard all week so he can keep his pants off all weekend, which is my dude's same of the week officially. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I liked that quote. And, you know... He he gives this atrocious, atrocious snacks. He he blocks up the fridge to make sure that Pearl won't give any food to her friends that are coming. I think there's only like what three friends that end up coming to, and and he offers this like plate of crackers. And he says like, "Do you guys want pizza?" And she was like, "Oh yeah," 
He says, oh, you can have your allowance early. And he puts ketchup on, on these, these crackers. Like, cheap, low-budget crackers. And claims that that's pizza. And I feel like this is a new low, even for Mr. Krabs. Yep. I mean, like, come on. He, he, like, owns a restaurant, right? You would think he would be able to give him even, like, some Krabby Patties for Nothing. negligible cost. Just and, I mean, we, we've seen this before. Mr. Krabs does seem to be a, the, the ultimate bargain hunter, but... Oof, it is. Out to what end? At what point does he stop? It's there's there's no stopping him here. And Pearl immediately kicks him out of the house and says, "You know, you you can't be in here until the slumber party's done." And so Mr. Krabs goes over by SpongeBob, and they watch this. This. They're watching, it's like some zombie... Yeah, it's like a classic sleepover horror movie with zombies. Yeah, and Mr. Krabs is getting all worried about the house getting destroyed. And in this, the girls are like having a pillow fight. Yeah. They are recklessly just destroying... Every object. Every in object house. in the house. And then the boys come and he's like, I brought, and I brought my destructive friends to her. Me and my destructive pre- friends are ready to party. And then the they the like wreckage baseball bats and the wreckage goes up a notch. They, yeah, they're just and I mean that's how my sleepovers usually go. You know, yep. oh, me yeah. and Casey have broken several objects. We're about to break. Yeah, we're about to break everything in the house as soon as we're done recording. That's you know standard. It's, what, so, it's just what you do. <laughs> and then and then, you know, Mister Krabs goes through and says that SpongeBob's got to get into the party, make sure everything's okay, and. SpongeBob's like, all right, all right, we'll see what he can do. And we, we have this moment that's kind of a throwback and sort of a recycled joke from yeah. Salty Spittoon. So if you, if you don't remember that episode very well, or I don't remember the title of it, but the one with the Salty Spittoon where mm-hmm. there's this moment where there's this guy who looks just like SpongeBob, comes up, he's like, oh, I'm a drifter, just came into town. And he's like trying to get to the, pl- the club and... He gets turned down, and we later realize that it actually wasn't Spongebob. And we have a very similar thing happen here, where there's this girl, Spongebob. And you think it's Spongebob trying to get into the party, a la the cat scratch cats. Yes. But it ends up just being a sponge who Spongebob calls ugly, which is funny, because it looked just like him. But I also, like, okay... So, in a Salty Spittoon joke, that made sense, right? This was this club. There's, like, this giant line. People are dying to get in. Why does this random girl know about Pearl's slumber party? Yeah, there's no lot. Yeah. It's fine, but, you it's know. It's all for the setup, yeah. It's uh, it's called Weenie Hut Juniors, I think. Ah, uh, I think you're so. right. I think you're right on that one. And, you know, then he ends up having a worse disguise. He's this pizza guy and... For whatever reason, he has a mustache, but the mustache flies away. Yeah, it's unclear why, it but, fly, but it's like a bird, kind of. Kind of, and yeah, it's, it happens. I, I was... <laughs> oh, wait, I just I just remembered something that I actually need a real quick backspace over it's to. bunny slippers. It's the bunny slippers. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so... I feel like I feel like it's mostly me that starts these kind of pointless <laughs> banters about things that are though. completely irrelevant. But SpongeBob's got on a pair of bunny slippers, and I was just thinking, why? Right? Bunnies aren't underwater. How do they know about bunnies? Why do they? Why, how do they have bunny slippers? And I was thinking maybe Sandy told them, but then yeah. And I I was like yeah. Sandy was like hey, did you guys know there's these things called bunnies? And they were like yeah, let's make them into slippers. Right. Like come on, like. 
Come on. Where is this coming Seems from? Seems like an oversight, unless maybe it's... Or they just didn't care and they thought it looked cute and I'm being ridiculous. Well, also, you could think about it. Maybe those factories are run by some sort of, like, both aquatic and land animal, you know, that can, like, a turtle or something that can be um, underwater and report on land. I guess that that's possible. The, the turtle comes in and he's supplying the, these products. It's all speculation. This is this all is fan <laughs> theory. Yeah, this is this so. is non non official, not licensed n- Nickelodeon. Uh, we'll have to throw it into our fan theory episode coming up. <laughs> like the great bunny slipper issue, yeah. which I I know it's these are the things that keep us up at night. This and the oversized Charlotte are things that uh, will never the truly be answered. Charlotte, dear God, why? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, we're gonna wake her up like. Every episode, Every not, not not just this, like next yeah. podcast, she's, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, do you remember Charlotte? Though? She's an enigma. She's... She, if if anybody wants to write in some fan theories as to why Charlotte is a giant, is a giant, <laughs> I would be happy to hear your trash. We gotta fill in the gaps <laughs> that the show leaves. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's let's get back on track. So though. back to root beer. Yeah, actually. but actually. <laughs> So Mr. Krabs has this whole list of rules before the slumber party, and one of them is no going into the root beer cellar, which is kind of strange and quirky enough. Yeah. But SpongeBob ends up in the root beer cellar. They lock him down there, uh, Pearl and her friends. Yeah. And he immediately, he's like, I gotta be fun, because he, he was trying to prove them how fun he is. Yeah, so that he could stay in the party, because Pearl said, if you're... Proved me you're fun. You could stay. Because right, he, she said he's just like Mr. Krabs to his delight, but said that that means he's really boring. So he's trying to be fun. He thinks to be fun, he can just let all of the root beer flow for some reason, because that's what fun yeah, he people like, do. He like soaks his entire body up with root beer, and then they're watching that same. The girls are watching that same zombie movie that we Mr. see Krabs the zombie and, and it's it's atrocious. It's really looking. horrifying, actually. It does not look anything like a normal zombie. It's it's grotesque. Yeah. And then they think, I guess, SpongeBob filled with root beer looks like a zombie. Yeah. It's a bit of a stretch, but yeah, it's... he doesn't really. But but they freak out. And, and then, you know, he tries to be like, "Look, I'm fun. I've." Root beer, and he ends up destroying the whole house the in the whole process. Place. And Mr. Krabs comes back and is furious. Uh, Pearl blames it on SpongeBob. Rightfully and, so. I yeah. mean, he did cause the damage. Right. But it, then also on Mr. Krabs for, you know, spying on his daughter instead yeah. of trusting her. Sure, sure. And then she's like, you know, we would have been fine with just a small party, but now you're going to have to pay. She makes him rent out the entirety of Good Lagoon for this giant party, and they have, like, a concert and a band and everything. And Yeah, it's kind of out of character of Mr. Krabs to give in to that. But Yeah, I, I was thinking, it, it reminded me of the boot episode where Pearl wanted those, those flipper slippers, and then right. he ends up getting her the boots, and then he realizes, you know, it's it's not worth it to not just settle and spend the money, and it's kind of like that, but, like, this is... I'm assuming quite a bit more than the flipper slippers. And like he knows he messed up. I guess he's got to yeah. do what he can. To... I guess I guess it shows kind of more of his human side. He doesn't really seem all that sorry though. It's just I don't he's know. a single dad too. We have no idea who the mom is, and it's kind of ironic because he's always saying "mother pearl." Yeah. Oh, that's true. I never thought about it. And probably <laughs> probably not irony. Let's I let's no get one into knows some what mother mother of pearl. 
uh, fan theories while we're at it, guys. Yeah, Mother of Pearl, hit them up. We're... Just give us all the fan theories. I'm always and down to read some... Any and all. Yeah, any level of atrocity. I don't mind, man. Even if it's the worst fan theory that's ever happened. Yeah. I like reading them and... Well, we'll have to have an episode sometimes where we either look into or dissect some of them and maybe tear some of them to shreds because, yeah. you know, but... Like, why does Waffle love drinking backwash? That's an interesting one, right? I would just say because Waffle is a freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even necessarily mean that in a negative way. No, but it's certainly I just true. Think that's, I think that's just part of him, you know. All right, we're, we're well, good. That, yeah, that wraps, <laughs> up, that wraps <laughs> up our SpongeBob episode. Coming up next, we'll have some more As Told by Ginger. Our last episode for tonight is from As Told by Ginger, entitled Sleep On It, from Season 1, Episode 4. So in this episode, Courtney decides to throw a sleepover because she sees that Ginger has thrown one. Yeah, they're talking about having yeah, one. Yeah, they're talking about having one, and she, uh, Courtney decides to, as she does, hog all of the attention. So we have, again, like last week, this dual plot line of Ginger and her brother Carl, um, both getting in on the sleepover. Carl is invited by Blake, Courtney's brother, and I'm just kind of rambling now. I'm going to clean this up a little bit. But that's the gist of it. We've got same sleepover, two different sides of the story. Let's get into it. First thing I notice, actually, is how early in the show this episode is. Yeah, it's... I think it's another one of those shows that found its ter- its tone... Immediately. Pretty immediately. Yeah. And I, I think that the characters that they have, it makes sense. They're very relatable. It's probably very easy for them to to write them, you know, that not much changes. But we open up and one of the first lines is Ginger says, Where's the sleepover gonna be? It can't be at my place because the VCR is broken. And I was wondering, do, depending on the age of the people listening to this did you guys even have VCRs? Because I had one for like most of my young childhood, but they definitely died out within With my DVD lifetime. Player, yeah. The DVD player, and now even DVDs are becoming pretty Either irrelevant, or just streaming or just digital now, streaming, yeah. yeah, through Netflix or whatever. So it was just kind of just kind of brought me back to the to the age that this show was being made in. VCRs are relevant. Yeah. A VCR being broken is a serious. Downfall. Yeah, and you can't have your sleepover without it. Right. <laughs> Whereas now, like, I I guess, like, I'd be like, oh, the entire internet is down. Like, yeah. we can't have a sleepover right. in my house. I... Anyways, anyways. So we, we get a glimpse into Courtney's mom and their, and their home life. And They're... it's it's exactly what you'd expect. Just yeah. the height of total rich life and they're the insufferable kind of rich people just they, they're having like this what appears to just be an average dinner yeah with this giant table and they're wearing like gowns yeah they're dressed to the nines it's it's crazy and and i didn't really realize how insufferable blake is as a kid he's oh, got he's boy. it's like he's trying to speak like he's some like business executive but he doesn't really know how he's just like imitating what must be his dad or somebody yeah i think i think his dad is i feel like it's mentioned in another yeah, episode but he's like he's too. mostly not around is 
the image you get. And it seems like he's mostly not around and the mom is just, I don't know, she, she doesn't... Just out of touch. Yeah, and... just out of touch and she doesn't really seem like she's, you know, she doesn't really have much going for it. It seems like she, she just doesn't get things. Like when Courtney explains, oh, I want to have a sleepover, she's like, why would anyone willingly sleep on the floor? <laughs> just, just absolutely does not get the, the concept. But, you know, they, they're having these parties. Blake wants to invite Carl because they kind of have some dynamic going where Blake seems to look up to Carl and Carl is completely uninterested. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I don't really understand. I'm guessing Courtney just invites Ginger because... Ginger has this sleepover knowledge, or are Courtney and Ginger kind of close in a weird way? They're not really friends. I think it's a power play. I think it's like a come to my sleepover so you can't have your own kind of thing. Yeah, I guess, but like the other two still could. That's true. It's it's a little bit weird, but yeah, it's like it must be to seek out her like knowledge, even if she's not actually. Yeah. Like she knows Ginger think, is the sleepover person. I think too. Um, Miranda, right? That's her yeah. friend. Miranda's vicious and awful towards Ginger, but I think Courtney is on. She she's not vicious. I think she's just unaware. Yep. If she does say anything rude, she she's just so out of touch, and you can see from her mom where it comes from. Right. But you know, such such as that. Yeah. So we just see like. So Dodie and Macy, Ginger's best friends, are really excited that she gets to go to the sleepover with the cool kids. And they make these flashcards with faces on them of the the people that'll be at the sleepover with questions like, what's she best known for? And then Ginger guesses and Dodie goes, no, that's the second best. What's she best known for? And it's like all this ridiculous kind of like itemizing yeah. and like ranking the like popularity and just typical middle school stuff that's pretty just, pretty spot on yeah just the obsession that the kids have sort of for on the out the obsession they have with this idea of being popular and you know that the idolization of that and i think jody has it the worst amongst the three in this group she you can see she's just delighted by the idea of the popularity. She looks up to these people, you know, just these other kids as though they're, they're somehow greater. And I, I remember too, she says, Oh, your first adult sleepover. And Ginger says, she's the same age as we are. But it's like for, for her, for Dodie, it seems like they're somehow more mature, older. Right. And I think it's a mixture of one, because she's wealthier and maybe does act a bit more mature, but she literally just sees her at this higher level than what they are at. Totally. Yeah, there's the idolizing. But Ginger pretty quickly realizes um, when she arrives, 15 minutes late, thinking that that's late enough, but totally intruding on Courtney and Miranda still getting ready, who didn't expect anyone to show up until being significantly fashionably late. Yeah, I, I always thought 15 minutes, I feel like, is it's about within, fair, right? yeah. Maybe you wait 30, 45 minutes, depending on how long it's going. It depends on what it is, though. But I feel yeah. like for a sleepover... Yeah, you wouldn't want to be, like, late, late, right? Yeah, and, and, and she even comes in and she says, you know, you, you want to start the sleepover as early as possible so you can get as much of the three S's as you possibly can. I love the three S's. Songs, it's... stories, 
And snacks. Snacks. <laughs> it's like Ginger's clearly got the sleepover routine down. There's a way to do it, and she knows how to do it. So she pretty quickly realizes Courtney has no idea what she's doing. Wait, real, real quick, though. I just do want to note that me and Casey currently have none of these three S's, really. Yeah, I mean, stories, maybe. I guess stories the, just between each other catching up. But and, yeah, the stories, but guys, no, no snacks. We are living a failure no, of a sleepover. I just thought you should know. No root beer, either. That can be the fourth S for soda. No, I, I thought you were going to say root beer. I thought you were just going to think it was funny for it to <laughs> not actually be an S. Like, for the four I S's. Liked, I like to put in some effort, actually. <laughs> To this podcast. I mean, at, at this at this time of day or night yeah. or day, whatever. I, I refuse to call it in. We're just, you know. We're, you know. I'm in it. I'm I, feeling it. <laughs> oh, we boy. have fun. We have fun. We're we're having a good time. I hope this is fun enough to listen to. Hopefully. <laughs> but basically, we have so we have Macy and Dodie have uh, have ginger film. What's going on inside? Yeah. Right. Well, well, what actually happens, uh, Carl, Carl ends up getting grounded and he can't go to this, to Blake's sleepover and Blake and Courtney are brother and sister. So it's the same house and Carl, I guess something to do with Blake stole his eye in a jar that he has. His precious eye in a jar. And he needs to get it back. And so he gets grounded so he can't go. So he gives Hoodsy like a camera in this fanny pack, you know, subtle. Yeah. And the then, four GoPros. And then, <laughs> and then, um, they like throw it into the, into their room. So Dodie and what's her name? Macy. Macy. Okay. Can watch in on what's happening. We, we get into a pretty juicy game of truth or dare there. Yep. But they ask what her deepest darkest secret that nobody knows is it's pretty pretty what's what's your deepest darkest secret that nobody knows Casey? oh boy are we doing truth or dare live on the show <laughs> that's my deepest darkest secret i don't even know that... i don't even know if i have any so if it's it was more of just a ridiculous question well now i'm over th- now i'm now i'm thinking about this deepest darkest secret i've never seen an episode of invader zim is that is that is that your big secret? It's my big Nicktoons related secret. That's the <laughs> this is podcast breaking. If you if you don't want to watch the podcast anymore because of that, yeah. I would understand. I actually haven't seen much of the show either. I think I've seen a couple in my time, but never got into it. I know there's a huge fan base, and actually, it's kind of surprising we haven't talked about any invaders. Yet. We should get into that. Yeah, we will. We will. That is on the docket. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I think this is this is about as Back far off track as yeah. we could have gotten. I mean, what's a, what's a sleepover episode for if not wild and unsustainable <laughs> tangents? Oh, what else have we got? So we got these two side plots. Hoodsy yeah. is there for Carl. He's well, I there. Love... He gets the so eye back. Ginger and Carl's mom. They're at the dinner table, and Carl is scheming about this eye, and. She, uh, this, this dismembered, like, weird eye in a jar, and his mom says, Carl, there are two things I told you not to talk about at the table. Revenge plots and displaced body parts. You just violated both. 
And that comes up twice in the same yeah. episode. I mean, to be honest, it, it makes enough sense. It seems like a rule that would exist for specifically Carl. Because yeah. he's always plotting and... Such a weirdo. He he really is. But, you know. I like Carl. He's just, he's got some stuff. Ugh. And Basically, so, though, Ginger, Ginger ends up doing really well. And the people all seem to like the way that her sleepover tips are going. She also offers them all sloppy janes, which are just sloppy joes. But I didn't know that was like a sleepover food. But yeah, supposedly it is. I don't know if that's just like meant to be something from her life. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But everyone seems to be having a good old time. But Miranda, being the... The human being that she is decides that she needs to prank her. Oh. And she she does the classic. And does this work? Have you ever tried it? Have you ever known anybody who tries it? Uh, I feel like I tried it once in middle school. And I I believe we couldn't get his hand in the glass. So we never found out. Right. So, <laughs> so the idea is you put the, somebody's hand in a glass of water and it will make them wet the bed. Don't try this at home, kids. Yep, we're I don't want to ruin people's lives. It's, Ask it's, your parents' permission first. <laughs> I, I don't know if it truly works or not, but I feel like it's it's like one of those pranks that's supposedly done, but like really I don't know what anybody gains from it. Right, other it's than, like the apple and the teacher thing. Yeah. The other stuff we discussed. It's like, does this happen in real life? I don't know. I guess like, you know... It's just supposed to be embarrassing, you know, it looked like she wet the bed and... But Hoodsy comes to the rescue. Yeah, and he, he chugs the water down, and I guess he has a problem with wetting the bed. It's yeah. referenced earlier, so he ends up just, like, wetting the floor. He falls asleep immediately after chugging the <laughs> yep. water. I think he knows deep down, like, that he just took the hit for Ginger. Yeah. Like, him drinking is gonna make him wet the bed. But it was it was nice of him to jump all, in. I guess, I don't they know. They tear him apart in the morning. Because I feel like Hoodsie, the, Hoodsie and Carl, you know, they've got kind of this scheming thing, but it, it seems like they both have like, you know, I guess Hoodsie's not his, her brother, but still this kind of, you know, looking out for each other dynamic. Totally. Where he likes to mess with her a little bit, but doesn't really want to embarrass her in front of all of her friends. And then... I thought that this was this great line that Ginger has. So might Courtney, be a hashtag wrecked. You know what? Yeah, I would I would say it is. This will be the hashtag wrecked of the week. <laughs> she says, "Okay, Courtney, truth or dare," and she picks truth. And she says, "Have you ever bet the wet the bed even once when you were a kid?" And Courtney says, "No, that's disgusting. I would never." And then Ginger responds with. You know, if you weren't going to tell the truth, you should have just picked Dare. Ugh. And walks out of the just sleepover. leaves the party straight up. And I mean, obviously it's the morning. It's almost done anyways. But I just, I like the way that Ginger is. She's a national treasure is what she is. <laughs> She's, <laughs> Ginger is everything. She's, she has this great character though, where, you know, she has her insecurities. She's not perfect. Mm. But she knows when to stick up for herself and when she's to stick up for people, you know, and she sticks up for Hoodsy in this case. But I just, you know, I applaud her in yeah. a lot of ways. She's a she's a great character. Ginger's great. It's a great episode. There wasn't any root beer, but there was a sleepover. Yeah, no root beer, which is proof 
that you can have a great sleepover without it, Casey. Get over it. I would say it's a lukewarm sleepover. Just about what this is without power beer. I feel like it was going good before the the morning situation. I would prefer if you don't want my bed, by the way, Casey. I'll I'll do my best. No promises. (laughs) Alrighty. I think think that just about covers everything. Yeah, I think so, too. These are some good episodes. Uh, When we get back, we're going to have our fun fact, our Twitter poll, and a preview of next week. Our fun fact for the week is specific to the Spongebob episode we discussed, second in this episode. So, when Spongebob first shows up to Pearl's sleepover, he has a fake mustache that flies away off of his head, which is a callback to the episode Frankendoodle, when Spongebob frantically draws a mustache on Frankendoodle and it flies away in a similar animation. Kind of interesting. Yeah, I we, we actually looked this up after we did discuss this a little bit earlier, but I, I never in my life would have realized that. So props to the person. It's totally got to be a callback to that. But yeah. I think that's kind of a cool cool throwback in there. Easter egg, yeah. Alrighty. Our Twitter poll for this week is if you had to choose a sleepover to go to, would you go to one hosted by Courtney, Kimberly, or Pearl? Which I think I think each has their pros and cons in there, so Definitely. I think I think that'll be an interesting one. Next week we'll be looking at our first ever movie for the podcast. We'll be looking at Rugrats in Paris, one of my favorite Nicktoon movies. Yeah, I actually think I saw that one in theaters when I, I was too. a kid. Alright, well that wraps up everything. Be sure as always to follow us on Twitter at FNN underscore podcast. Also will you'll find the poll that I talked about. You'd also like us on Facebook. Also look for FNN Podcast. Yep, no underscore. And we're also active a little bit on Reddit, so you can find us there too. Thanks as always for listening, and we'll see you next week.